Happy Pride, y'all. If no one else has told you this today, you are divine. If no one else has told you this today, you are loved. If no one else has told you this today, God loves you. If no one else has told you this today, Jesus loves you. This past week, I have been so nostalgic for pride at middle. The excitement of the gospel choir as they get ready to slay yet another pride march. The MCC choir sounding like what it must sound like in heaven. The gorgeous sanctuary full of pride flags and pride colors and the middle congregation all decked out in this array of love period t-shirts and the voguing, the voguing as the prayers of the people and the Reverend Dr. Jacqueline Lewis gloriously proclaiming, hi, my name is Jackie Lewis and I'm the queerest straight black woman in America. I miss all that. The memories, the, the joy, the holiness. But I am also super aware that Middle Church is always doing a bold new thing and that what this Middle Church team has accomplished in the past 15 months of global and racial pandemics and the near destruction of our democracy, which we might want to call a democracy. What this team has done is astonishing. And oh yeah, our church burned down. But without all of this unholy, holy disruption, would I ever have met Stephen in Texas or Jess in Canada or Victor in Paris or Chuck in Louisiana? Our family has grown in ways that were unimaginable just a year ago. Middle Church is creating connection and memories and traditions and joys and holiness right here, right now, in this very moment. And I am so grateful. I am so grateful for Reverend Jackie Lewis and Middle Collegiate Church and queer black men in the middle. In today's gospel reading, Jesus says, you are the light of the world, you. Now, who is Jesus talking to? This astonishing proclamation happens right after the Beatitudes, the blessings. More on that later. But let's talk about what happens in the chapter before this. Jesus is definitely on the move. In chapter 4 of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus has already fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness and been tempted by the devil, started his ministry in Galilee, called his first disciples, and has already healed the sick of mind, body, and spirit. So when we get to chapter 5, 
the crowds following Jesus have gotten huge. And he begins to speak and bless. And let me tell you this, I don't believe Jesus said these revolutionary things, words in an apologetic way. These blessings are extravagant. And I believe Jesus might have sounded like Maya Angelou or James Baldwin, or maybe, maybe like Billy Porter as Pray Tell on Pose, when Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And even more remarkably, two sentences later, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. You who mourn, you the meek, you who hunger and thirst for righteousness, you the merciful, you the pure in heart, you the peacemaker, you the single mother, the trans teenager, the Black Lives Matter protester, the queer agnostic, the sex worker, the homeless, and yes, you and me and middle church, you, the light of the world. Wow. After Emperor Constantine, as Christianity gradually and brutally became empired, the church got this all backwards and wrong, dead wrong. The mighty were inheriting the earth through colonization and twisted doctrine like manifest destiny. And the meek were enslaved and discriminated against. Slavery begat Jim Crow, which begat the prison industrial complex, which begat police violence, which begat today's purging of voting rights and trans rights. It's all connected. Theologian Pamela Leitze writes in her book, Our Lives Matter, a, a Womanist Queer Theology. Queer womanist theology proposes that any theology that does not respect the context of queer black women has no purpose and is therefore dead. We have found the academy and church to be reservoirs of dead theology that refuse to drink from the liberating theological perspectives of any source that was not derived by the status quo. And so they died of dehydration unable to survive in our oasis of critical reflection and are dead to us, not because they fail to become experts of other theological particularities, but because they failed at least to dip into our pools of thought. Whew. In other words, until queer black women are free, none of us are free. Until women are free, none of us are free. Until black people are free, none of us are free. And until queer people are free, none of us are free. 
And, and, and if you call yourself a follower of Jesus and you don't embody the Beatitudes and you don't live the last shall be first and the first last, it is heresy. And if you call yourself a Christian and you worship the flag instead of on earth as it is in heaven, it is heresy. If you say, I love God, but you don't love and accept your, and celebrate your queer and trans and non-binary siblings, then the Bible says you are a liar. And I say you are preaching heresy. It is as simple as that. Lord, forgive them. Lord, forgive me. So much of this bigoted, hateful, false Christianity is about controlling bodies, controlling sexuality, controlling flesh. The Reverend Mihi Kim Court writes, queer spirituality is truly embodied and rooted in flesh and blood bodies, bodies that are surprising and show up as icons and words. It is also rooted in the body of Christ, in God with us, in the continuous blurring of transcendence and eminence. That is so beautiful. And yet, how far, how dissociated are most of us from our queer and trans and black and brown and skinny and fat and beautiful and sacred and holy flesh? Jesus the Christ was the literal embodiment of our universal minds and our universal bodies being in the same place at exactly the same time. John's Gospel says, and the Word became flesh and lived among us. The poet Nicole Seeley combines this holiness of flesh and queerness in a sonnet that she composed about the late legendary ball queen, Pepper Labeja, that ends like this. I hate to brag, but I'm a one-man parade Jehovah in drag, the church in a dress. Outside these walls, I may be irrelevant, but here I'm the old and the New Testament. Beloved, you are the hands and feet and heart of God, God in drag. Love who you love. Love yourself and your neighbor as extravagantly as Jesus loves and blesses you. Those of us who have been othered, who have never been first, who have suffered racism and sexism and homophobia and transphobia and fatphobia, remember that you are literally the blessed light of the world. I knew for sure I was gay by the time I was in the second grade. I didn't yet have a word for it, but I absolutely knew that I wasn't the same as other boys, and, that, and in that exact moment, I also knew that I needed to keep it secret. When I was a teenager, I discovered Walt Whitman and Oscar Wilde, and most importantly, my patron saint, James Baldwin, and I was like, gay? equals fabulousness, plus brilliance, plus gorgeousness, plus flaming. 
until I encountered the less than fabulous and brilliant and gorgeous world of queer racism and queer self-loathing. It was a profound disillusionment. I look back now and I realize I was heartbroken, heart sick. And now, as an openly gay, grown ass man, it can be easy to look at being gay as some sort of cross to bear, an albatross around my neck. Because that is what a lot of this world wants us to feel like. But, but today, this day, Pride Sunday, I look at my queerness, your queerness, as a superpower. What a gift to ourselves and to the world and to the God who made us exactly as we are, that we can live into our full truths. God had a very good day when she made me, when he made you, when they made us. Brilliant, fabulous, gorgeous, flaming. Amen.